Welcome into a post-game edition of State of the Sun Devils. It's just Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson today. Jeremy Schnell's, you know, hanging out with all the big wigs at the Suns game. You know, uh, the, the potential new owner, Matt Ishbia, he's, he was down there. But anyway, post-game edition of State of the Sun Devils, ASU falls 74-62 to to number 5 UCLA. Uh... As Bobby Hurley said in the post game, Jake, it was not exactly a 12 point game. No, and I tweeted that along with the final score. Um, if you look, if you didn't watch this game at all, this is all you need to know. ASU had a five point lead at halftime. They were, they, they couldn't have been any closer. Statistic, like literally, they were neck and neck. And with six minutes to go in the ballgame, ASU actually had a 60-58 to 58 lead. I believe it was about 6.20 to go. Um, and then ASU scored two points the rest of the game. UCLA goes on a 16-2 to two run and wins the game by 12. So when Bobby Hurley says this is not a 12-point game, that is, what is he, that is what he's alluding to. Because, in, in yes, the scoreboard says it was a 12-point game, but you watch this game, ASU didn't score a point in the last 3.36. That's catastrophic. And much like Bobby said after the game, this team's been to a Final Four. This team has so Tiger Campbell, um, Jaime Jaquez, who did not play well, but he did play well down the stretch. He started one of seven, finished three of five, hits that big three, the only three he hit all night, and it was kind of the dagger to, to push the lead to be a little insurmountable at the point when ASU was so cold. So it's an an impressive loss, if that's a possible. Um, but just you know, talking to people around tonight, it sucks that this game ended so late, and East Coast people aren't going to know how close this game really was. And I think it could affect ASU's chances going forward in terms of you know quality wins, quality losses, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, this ASU team has lost now two home games to two top five opponents. It's annoying. It sucks from an ASU perspective. But I will say that. This team has definitely surpassed any expectation of how competitive they could be in my eyes and what I thought was coming this season. Yeah, I mean, for them, it's just about finishing games. Um, They have shown that they can beat a top team or at least play with a top team like a UCLA, like in Arizona, assuming they still are a top team. They've lost a couple here recently to some teams that aren't necessarily great um so you know we'll see what that is beat usc tonight for what that's worth yeah we'll we'll see what what that is what they are about going forward but you know for asu it's just about finishing games in my opinion like they kind of lose their identity down the stretch they're a team that has moved the ball better than any bobby hurley team i've seen um they play impressive defense and you know I feel like at times that that not necessarily the defense but just like you'll see like less ball movement late and maybe that's just the defense tightening up or whatever it is but that's just what I've noticed from this team um and then as you mentioned just Hawkes like dude's just kind of a gamer he's kind of got that dog in him I know that's an overused term but like for the past three years of really following him and his run to the 
and their run to the final four a couple years ago and then just last year like dude just kind of figures out how to get it done in the end um so i mean hats off to ucla for pulling this one out this was and we kind of buried the lead this was the highest student section attendance of all time here at desert financial arena according to the 942 cruise twitter page um there was like over 13,000 in the crowd so um, it was a tough environment for UCLA to come into and for them to pull out a victory down the stretch just kind of shows how good of a team they are and a resilient team and I think they're the best team in the Pac-12 like I do not think that Arizona is better than them I, I'm not I'm gonna say they're pretty close but I'm not gonna say that they're better than them well good thing they get to play each other on Saturday and we'll get to find out Obviously, it's going to be down Tucson. That's a hell of an environment down there. But, yeah, this was this was a once-in-a-decade crowd. Like, ASU does not have these games maybe once in a half decade, twice a decade kind of thing. Like, I mean, we heard Bobby talk about the Kansas game. I mean, the Kansas game, I've gone to a couple U of A games. An Oregon game a couple years ago was at least pretty good and close to this. So, you know... As the Bobby Hurley era has gone on, I think you've seen some more of these crowds. Maybe not last year, but, I mean, when they're good, the students show out here. And I, I just got to give a, a hats off to the students and just the fans. You know, it, it trickled in kind of late because there was a lot going on tonight in Tempe. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just an impressive crowd overall. So I, I just got to tip my cap because this was the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, so ASU, excuse me, UCLA has now won 14 in a row, I believe, if I can count correctly. They haven't lost since November. Like, they're, they're in my opinion, and in your opinion as well, the best team in the Pac-12. Um, the exact uh, numbers for tonight, you had 13,363 in attendance at DFA. DFA holds just a little bit over 14,000, so what is that, 95% full, and then over 5,500, there is no exact number yet for the student sections, but over 5,500 is an all-time record, as Jesse just said, so that'll be fun to see what that exact number is. Um, Yeah, it's disappointing that ASU wasn't able to pull off the win in this really fun game because of the crowd, but the, the biggest thing, and it was pretty prevalent all game, was how sloppy and the offense was in terms of keeping the ball, not turning it over. Now, credit to both teams' defenses. That's literally what they're known for, ASU even more so. But the two teams combined for 31 turnovers, and I believe ASU had 18 of them, and they got destroyed off points off turnovers, 24-9, to which with the 12-point margin at the end, obviously, is the difference. And Bobby Hurley said that as well. Jesse, where does – and it's not like this season's over. They're still in second place in the pack got a long season left well what does ASU do now knowing that USC who is a good team this isn't like the U of A game where we had you know a couple Washington schools coming in here which no offense the Washington schools are not great but you have a USC team coming in and they just got their butts handed to them by U of A they're gonna be pissed off as well how does ASU bounce back and make sure that they finish this LA school homestand one and one I mean I think we've just seen it throughout this season so far this team doesn't really like fall into a funk they kind of pick themselves back up and get back after it we saw that 
after they lost by 37 points to San Francisco. Like, they're a resilient group. I think that the crowd will it'll be good on Saturday. Maybe not this, but nine, ten thousand. So you know they'll have the fans behind them again. And I mean, I I, I just think that you've just got to kind of remind if you're Bobby Hurley and the rest of the staff, you've just kind of got to remind the the group that hey, you guys have bounced back really well this year. And you know that's that's there got to be their mindset going in and. You know, just just play 40 minutes of their game. I know that's hard to play 40 minutes of good basketball, especially at this level. They're college kids out there. Um, but, you know, just, just play 40 minutes of, of good basketball. Don't lose sight of what you're good at at the end. And I just wanted to go back to your point about the turnovers. I'm just not that concerned about that. Um, just because both these teams are so good on defense that I just feel like that was an inevi- inevitable. I thought this game was higher scoring than I even expected it to be. I thought it would be in the 50s. Um, but I, th- I think there's a lot of positives to take away from this game if you're ASU. They shot the three well, which they did not do against U of A. And I think that was one reason why they were able to hang in this game so long. Um, and they shot their free throws well, 9 for 12, um, 75%. So uh, that was something that they struggled with on the road at Oregon State. So um, I, I think in the past few games we've seen them shoot pretty well from three. Um, so that, that seems to be uh, a better thing for them recently. So And then the rebounding battle was they lost by five. So overall I think that there's a lot of positives to take from this. Um, just kind of a don't lose sight of who you are. In the final minutes, that, that those are that's just kind of my big takeaway, and um, you know it's it's a team it's a team game, and, and Bobby mentioned it like when you have an open teammate and they're closing on you, kick it out to that open teammate, um, and you know they they've just got to do a better job of that down the stretch. Yeah, and I think the fact that this team, this ASU team, is a defensive team first is the reason why they're able to compete in all these games. I mean, obviously the offense is not prolific or dynamic by any stretch of the imagination, but like you said, their their defense, their tenacity, their their willingness to just give literally everything they have on defense and create so many easy baskets. We'll see. We we at the end of the day, they just lost to a team that is literally going to be contending for a national championship. We saw a team in UCLA that has been there before, has won a ton of games, and knows how to close out basketball games. Tough, tough basketball games. I remember last year's game here, and went to triple overtime, and they were the number three team in the country. I mean, these games between these two here have been so competitive and for ASU to go one and one in those two, I mean, think about it. You've you've played two top five teams now. Yes, you've lost twice in the last three weeks at home. But it's to AS, it's to U of A, and it's to UCLA. Like, again, I I think ASU gets on the right path and makes the tournament. But come tournament time, I think you can go back to this UCLA game. You can go back to a U of A game. Remember what it felt like, and now when you get into that tournament game, wait, could be the Pac-12 tournament against UCLA or U of A, right? In the semifinals or something. And you, and, 
this ASU team is going to be able to what I'm saying is going to be able to use these experiences. And I think Bobby Hurley is a good enough coach to where they'll be able to use these experiences to beat the teams that they should. And so we're no longer talking about an ASU team that's losing to Oregon State, right? They didn't. They almost did. For a second, we thought they were going to. But when the losses are coming to the U of A's and the UCLA's and they're competitive, I think that's when you'll start seeing ASU win the games they should, kind of cement themselves as like maybe a three or four team in the pack. And I think that's what this ASU team is. And I think we're 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 just seeing it now because there's just a, there's just so there's so much I don't want to say pessimism, but just people weren't believing in this ASU team, and it's like oh they'll blow it today, we, we won't see it today, blah blah blah. And so yeah, I just think ASU has been doubted, and again, and I've said it a hundred times now, I don't think that they're going to win anything, but I don't think that this is an ASU team that people expected and that people are used to people are used to a, a bad asu team that 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 is kind of like and when i say bad i mean just like like you're not going to the tournament and if you go to the tournament you're going to be out quick i think this is one of the best asu teams and maybe not of all time but it's up there and it could be granted a win like tonight would have really cemented that but i think this team has a legitimate shot to go to the tournament win a game and maybe that, remember, we were talking about last podcast. You're going to be playing a three seed. You're going to be playing a two seed in that potential Sweet 16 winning game, right? If you win that game. And these are, these are the type of teams you're going to be playing in the, Sweet Six, in the round of 32 to get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. So, I know. I know you're at home and they have all that energy. Who's your sight? We'll see what happens. I did want to say one last thing. It's really hard to outcoach Mick Cronin. Mm-hmm. Um, just... You know, they've made some bad hires in the past, UCLA has, but at that school you were always fo- following in the footsteps of the greatest college basketball coach, arguably, of all time, and John Wooden. And so you don't just get that job if you're any old coach. So, you know, he is well regarded as one of the best college basketball coaches currently coaching. And so, yeah, again, tough to outcoach Mick, Cronin, and Jake, do you have anything else before we wrap it up? I'm just going to add on that half the team's losses this year have come to Cronin and Tommy Lloyd, AP Coach of the Year last year. Yeah. All right. So, again, ASU falls 74-62 to to number five UCLA. They are now 15-4 and four overall and 6-2 and two in the Pac-12. Make sure to check out Jake's articles on on the Arizona Sports app and ArizonaSports.com and follow us on Twitter at AZ Sports Devils and you can follow Arizona Sports on Twitter at AZ Sports. That'll do it for us from uh, the bowels of Desert Financial Arena.